Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? It's your girl, Alyssa Butterson, and this is Opinions on Pickens. Brought along one of your favorites with me this week, and one of my favorites, too. Coach Gant, what's up with you? Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Hey, happy Monday, Giants over the Eagles. <laughs> what's happening, y'all? Good to see y'all. You couldn't even wait. I could not. You couldn't even wait. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You jumped right into it. Jeez. I had to go to my happy place, you know? Well, we got a lot of happy place things to talk about, a lot of not so happy things, and a lot of things in the middle. Let's jump into some NFL football. You know what? I hope everyone's good. Let's let's talk about our OOP fam real quick. OOP fam, thanks for the support. And we're glad you're here with us this week for episode nine. Opinions on Pickens. Let's get into it. Talk to them. Thursday night football. It was a good one. The Colts visited the Titans. <laughs> Titans were favored. This was supposed to be a easy game for the Titans, but Are you sure about that? It wasn't. What happened with there? Colts actually came out on top of this game to defeat the Titans 34 to 17. Ryan Tannehill, 15 of 27, 147 yards and a touchdown. Phillip Rivers exploded, 29 for 39, 308 yards, a touchdown. Hines, 12 carries, 70 yards, a touchdown as well. Pittman Jr., seven receptions, 101 yards. Derrick Henry, 19 carries, 103 yards. Both sides were pretty dominant, but the Titans in the second half did not bring any fire. They scored zero, as in, you know, holes, you know, the character zero. Zero yeah. points the second half Zero. of this game. And Damn. it showed 34 to 17. Colts came out on top. This was a huge win for them. Mm. Well, I've called this a few weeks ago. You got to start calling me Gantrodomus or whatever you call them. The Colts, <laughs> I told y'all they were sneaking up. I told y'all, man, Phillip Rivers, ooh, he's, he's coming on fast. Hines, they're coming on. Those guys are clicking. Frank is dialing those plays, and that defense is flying around. I mean, the beast, the monster that y'all call Derrick Henry, <laughs> he, hey, they keeping him under the bed a little bit. I like it. Colts, man, that was, that was a very, very impressive win. It was an impressive win. The Colts went on a 21-0 run to right. begin the second half. They scored a touchdown on their second drive. They blocked a punt and took it back for a touchdown. Six. Gave them a 34 to 17 lead in the fourth quarter. Come on. I mean, this team is looking good right now. And this is a crucial week, week 10. I mean, this is really where you start to see where these teams develop. Right. Like, uh, man, the Titans kind of regressing a little bit. I don't know. The last couple of weeks, I haven't really. I mean, is that two losses in a row for the Titans? I'm not sure. I believe it is. Right, right. And the Colts, I mean, they're on the hot street right now. And let's another shout out to that rookie wideout, Michael Pittman Jr. He had a breakout game, oh, pretty Pitt. huge game, seven receptions, over 100 yards, and he took an end all for 21 yards. I mean, this guy's looking good. Man, that kid's pretty fast, too. I don't know. I really doesn't have too much to comment on, but watch out for the Colts because those guys, I mean, they're Top of the division, right? Watch out for the Colts. They had 430 <laughs> yards of total offense, explosive, and only punted one time. Crazy game. Not so crazy game, on the other hand. Texans, Browns, womp, womp, womp. What do we call that here at Opinions on Pickens? A sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> A sleeper. The Browns took the win over the Houston Texans 10-7 to in a very boring game. Houston... Falls down to two and seven. Cleveland improves to six and three, which is hmm, kind of weird to say. Baker Mayfield was 12 of 20, 132 yards. Nick Chubbs in his return, 19 carries, 126 yards, and a touchdown. Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, 20 of 30, 163 yards, one touchdown. Usually we're used to seeing a more explosive Deshaun Watson, but we know he's going through some struggles with his team right now. Man, last I checked, that, uh, he was playing with a wide receiver that worked at Publix over the summertime. Don't make fun of <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect the kid to do? Honestly, Houston, I forgot y'all had a team down there. I'm sorry. And it's no fault of you guys. It's, it's O'Brien. He's gone. So guess what? Ain't no way but up because y'all crucial right now. 
crucial. No way but up. But Detroit found a way up and found a way to defeat Washington instead of going into overtime. It was a close game at the end, which was another game I thought would be a sleeper. But surprisingly, it was actually a good game. It was a great game. The Lions were able to come out on top 30 to 27 over the Washington football team. They improved to four and five. Washington falls to two and seven. This was a good game. I mean, like I said, the end, they were able to force a field goal to get those extra three points and close it out. But I, for one, thought it was going to go into overtime. Hey, I did too. Washington, they made a a good run led by the bionic leg himself, Alex Smith, which he passed, what, 308 yards, 10 yards, somewhere around there. It was a great game, but wow. To lose with a, by a 59 yarder by Matt. Yeah. Matt I mean, Stafford, 24 for 33, <laughs> 276 yards and three touchdowns. Swift had 16 carries for 81 yards. But let's not forget Smith also, 38 for 55. The man was just throwing the thing, 390 yards. And Gibson, 13 carries, 45 yards, and two touchdowns. But like I was saying, after Washington tied the game 27 to 27, just 16 seconds left in this fourth quarter. It, like I said, it looked into it was going into overtime, but mm-hmm. he said no. He hit rookie wide receiver for 10 yards. And at the 35 yard line, Detroit called a quick timeout. Right. Lions were able to take that 15 seconds onto a next play and Chase Young, who threw an incomplete pass. I don't like any of that. Let's take that out. Let's start over again on that whole paragraph. But like I was saying, after Washington tied the game 27 to 27 with 16 seconds left, it really looked like it was going into overtime, but Mm. they were able to come back quickly. They put the yard at the 50 yard line and a quick nine yard pass to Marvin Jones Jr. at the Washington 41-yard line. They called another quick timeout, and they got the field goal. They were able to get the win. Oh, Matt Pratter, whatever your name is. Actually, he's a legend. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. But anyway, 59 yards. Don't disrespect that man. Good Lord. I, I mean, I got PTSD from one time. We played the Panthers, and Matt Gano hit a 61-yarder to beat my Giants. But anyway, that's, that took, that takes me back to that, that play. <laughs> God. Some memories. <sighs> another memory is the Jaguars losing another game to the Packers, which it actually was kind of a brawl there for a second. I was interested <laughs> was, in seeing that. That was no brawl. It seemed like Aaron was a little struggling there, but of course that man came back like he normally does. 24 for 34, 325 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Green Bay was able to take the win 24 to 20 over the Jaguars. Green Bay improves to seven and two right now. Nice, nice. Green Bay, y'all better watch out because y'all starting to, you know, look kind of shaky at times. This should have been a blowout. I mean, you put up big numbers two weeks ago. Now, the last couple of weeks, we kind of, eh, guess what? 2024, I was impressed. Jaguars, good effort. Good effort to the Jaguars. <laughs> they, Packers took a late lead and the defense really, is what kind of closed the deal for them. They had two really big sacks on the Jaguars' final drive, and they set up a fourth and long that the Jaguars just couldn't convert, which gave Aaron Rodgers another W in that pocket. And a (laughs) well-deserved one moving on to the next week. (laughs) Not Aaron Rodgers. But here, you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about one that Coach Gant can really, really feel passionate about, y'all. His giants, his heart and soul, his team, guys. They got a W over the Eagles. Hey, shout out to my man, Mr. Gallman, Mr. Wayne Gallman. Two touchdowns, baby. We needed you. You came through. Danny Dimes. Hey, watch out for the Danny. We're going to be all right. That boy, he outran the secondary to score the first touchdown. So I can break this down for you if you need me to. Break it down. But uh, guess what? We really should be way at the top of the division. The last five games that we did lose. Or the last five games we've played, excuse me, we've only lost by 10 points or less. So the ball could have went our way either way. So guess what? We're going to win a division. You heard it here first. The Giants, we went in the division. Let's go, AB. The Giants went in the division. That's a bold statement. But you know what? I don't think it's too bold, especially what does this put the Eagles at? Three, five, and one. And this brings the Giants up to three. And seven. And <laughs> there was a time when we didn't know if this would be a team that would win. Cowboys sitting there waiting, too. I know I see y'all down there in Dallas. 
But the Giants will be on their bye week next week. You know, give we them a little it. bit we of need time it. to rest. We ain't, got hot. we ain't got a little bit of hot. So I don't think the bye week going to be good for us. <laughs> Y'all got a little hot. You got three wins. You're three and seven. Let's not overdo it. Daniel Jones, 21 of 28, 244 yards. But he also had nine carries for 64 yards, right. two and a, touch, a rushing touchdown. So Mr. Jones is looking like someone that can... Hold this team up a little <laughs> bit, uh, I guess we could say. I'm telling you now, that defense, we, man, shout out, man, the judge, man. Judge, you got my boys playing. I, I believe in you. I believe in y'all. Let's go. The next game they'll have will be on the Sunday, November 29th. They will travel to Cincinnati, and it'll be two consecutive job. road games, so a tough one at Cincinnati, an even tougher one. They travel to Mr. Danger Danger. Mr. Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guess so. what? You should transition into that game. Russell. Russell turning the ball over now. Trying to do too much. We're not We're not there yet. We're not okay, there my yet. Bad. We're going to talk bad. about Tom Brady right. first. You know Tom, how I feel see, about there Tom you go. Brady. There you go. You now you got the goddamn. Tom. You know what? He had a rough, rough, tough, awful, Sick you know, bone-crushing week last week when he had a very awful loss to Mr. Drew Brees, who is now hurt, but we'll get to that later also. Hey, fuck Drew Brees up, bro. A big win for the Bucks over the Panthers, 46-23. to They improved to 7-3. and mm. Carolina falls to 3-7. and This week, they were without Christian McCaffrey again, who was also back injured again. Mr. Mike Davis stepped in, seven carries for 32 yards. DJ Moore, four receptions, 96 yards and a touchdown. Mr. Teddy Bridgewater. 18 for 24, 136 yards, a good two game. touchdowns and an interception. But you know what? Just wasn't enough for Mr. Tom Brady. I, I, I 28 mean, to 39, 341 yards, three touchdowns. Again, I don't see the age on this man. He's doing phenomenal to me if you're looking at it from numbers wise. But he had some help. Chris Goodwin, six receptions, 92 yards. Jones, 23 carries, 192 yards and a touchdown. They're doing a lot better with running the ball, and that's good to see for this team. Oh, is it? Huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't all, let me comment I, on nothing. I, only thing they did <laughs> this week that they didn't do last week was run the ball. You gave Jones a few carries. He's been in the doghouse, apparently, but just run the ball. You ran. You, you got desperate last week with uh, New Orleans, so I guess you had to pass your way out of the hole, but that didn't happen. Anyway, back to the game. Okay. If you give me some of the best, the best tight end, you give me a top three receiver. You give me a top seven, eight, ten receiver of all time. You give me another top tight end. What am I missing? You give me a top slot guy. Ooh, Tom, he has a plethora of riches to work with down there. He's supposed to win. And Terry Bridgewater, man, I like Teddy. They hurt him. Again, the Bucks take the win, forty-six to twenty-three over the Panthers. They improved to seven and three, and I guess it's on to the next one for Mr. Tom Brady. On to the next one again, though. The Raiders coming up with another win. They played the Broncos. Hey, this what's week. up, y'all? Yeah. Raiders thirty-seven to twelve took the win over the Broncos. They improved to six and three. Broncos fall to three and six. That man, Derek Carr, sixteen of twenty-five, hundred and fifty-four yards. Jacobs, 21 carries, 112 yards, two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. You know, Mr. Locke wasn't awful, though. 23 of 47, 257 yards, a touchdown. But then he was awful. Four interceptions. Yikes. You know, that's always a good a good divisional battle, the Raiders and the Broncos. And, you know, nothing really stuck out with Derek Carr. He just managed the game. And once again, we run the ball, good things happen. The quarterback makes less mistakes, you pass the ball less, you run the clock, and you win the game. It's easy. It's elementary, guys. Elementary. This was another sleeper for me. I mean, <laughs> it was no, there was no points really scored from the Broncos at all this game. They were scoreless in the third quarter, and I think this is pretty much a, another sleeper. <laughs> On to a not-so-sleeper, though. I'm so happy to announce I finally picked the Dolphins last week. To win a game, and they won a game. Mr. Uh -oh. Tua is now 3-0, and starting with the Dolphins. They took a win Sunday over the Chargers, 29-21. to They improved to 6-3. and What's up with this? <laughs> Chargers, y'all just can't get it. Anyway, I called this about a month ago, that the Dolphins were surging. 
and Tua would be starting. Just go back and listen to the episodes. You'll see Tua, they gave him a little more responsibility yesterday. And a couple of those guys stepped in, those run because the running backs are beat up. So a couple one rookie by the name of Ahmed kid yep. came in. 21 carries, right, 85 yards and a right, touchdown. Right, right. And that's all you need. Run the ball a little bit. You hit uh my man Grant. My man Grant. I mean he he caught a touchdown. I'm not mistaken. Four receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Right, right, right. Hey, I like the Dolphins in that division. This is their fifth straight win on a Sunday, defeating the Chargers. That's impressive for this Dolphins team. <laughs> if I do the Chargers. If we're gonna be honest, I mean the Chargers also, I mean, another sleeper team, but this mm-hmm. was actually a pretty good game in my Opinion. I mean, the Chargers, they are probably 20 minutes away and maybe six or seven plays away from being six and three. So, I mean, you can't really knock them. The almost winningest team. Right. So, they play hard every week. I love them, but yeah. Another almost very winning team, the Bills, Cardinals. Wowzers. That might be the game of the week. Game of the week, folks. You want to also know? I know everyone on here knows Mr. Hopkins is all my fantasy, and Kyler Murray is my. Oh yeah, that's right, that's I'm right. Kidding. Oh, you had you, you had a, you had had a, good, a good day week in fantasy, but you know Mother. what? This was a tough loss, but a great win for the Cardinals. Tough loss for the Bills, who fall to seven and three. The Arizona Cardinals improved to six and three, mm. and of course, the game-winning hail mary from Kyler Murray to Hopkins with not one. Not two, but three defenders mm. literally all huddled around him, living in his space, all up on him. And he said, uh, took the ball I and mean, won he, the game. He didn't like cradle like he didn't cradle no, the football like he, a baby. He lifted it. I mean, he jumped he up. He lifted it. He jumped play. up and over he, three he guys. Good Lord, guys. <laughs> three guys. I mean, that man out jumped three guys. Y'all should just, y'all should still be on the hill, really, running the hills. You know, so anywho. Hopkins had seven receptions for 127 yards and a touchdown. But don't forget about Drake, 16 carries, 100 yards. And, of course, Mr. Kyler Murray. They actually did have a little bit of a rough start. The Bills were doing pretty well. But he came back 22 of 32, 245 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. So I had a brain fart. But I really think the AFC AFC East, excuse me, I had a brain fart. The AFC East. It's one of the best divisions with Buffalo and the Dolphins in it. But the West, the NFC West, with Arizona, San Fran, yeah, and Seattle, I think the Super Bowl runs runs through that division. I'm making a bold pick right now. Very bold. Very bold. Also very bold, Josh Allen had a great game. We cannot underestimate this Bills offense and defense. 32 of 49, 284 yards, two touchdowns. But Mm. what kind of roughed up this game and switched things on the Cardinals' point was his two interceptions they had. Hey, my boy Pete Peterson. Hey, Bo, he a beast. You cannot, cannot, cannot. He's a ball hawk. You throw to his side, guess what's going to happen? Bad things. And they happen. And guess what happened? You lose the game. Cardinals, man. Jesus. The cardiac Cardinals, as I'm going to call y'all, because you guys have beaten great teams in the last minutes of the game. I, like I believe also before this catch, there was only something like a seven or eight percent chance that the Cardinals would win this game. Yeah. And then a- after the catch, it was some it went up to like ninety nine percent. I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Cardinals, man, making things happen. And those are the games and those are the plays that. Set you apart and win you these games. Games aren't won in anything but the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, fourth quarter. You don't turn and you don't turn the ball over, which I don't think Murray had any turnovers. I know it was that one fumble Drake, but they re-recovered it. But I don't think Murray had any any turnovers. And I mean, that's now you get into have an interception. Get an interception. Okay. So now, I mean, you're getting into late November, early December, where you start seeing, like A.B. said, you kind of start seeing the playoff picture come to fruition. Cardinals, man, good Lord. They're a young team, but that boy, the ageless wonder, Mr. Fritz Gerald, Larry himself, leading those guys. I like the Cardinals, man. I really do like the Cardinals. 
I'm really passionate about the Cardinals right now. I'm obviously very passionate about them too, especially with how my fantasy is looking. I got about 30 oh, points from Kyler and about Lord. 30 points from Hopkins. So shout out both of y'all. Keep up the great work. I'm going to continue to pick you guys on my biggest mm. picks because I appreciate y'all very much. Right. But you know what I did not appreciate this week? What's Mr. Up? Russ playing the way he did because boy, oh boy, he likes some trash, if we're going to be honest. Russell Wilson, he struggled, really struggled against Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, the Rams took a win, 23-16 to over Seattle. They improved to 6-3, and and Seattle falls to 6-3. and And it's going to create a tie for the NFC West right now. So check this out, A.B. Look, look this up real quick, if you can. How many times did Seattle run the ball yesterday? I know Carson was out, and they had that kid Dallas coming in. But that's a stat that I kind of want to compare – if you can pull that one, because you force, they're forcing Russ to do too much now. And he's a bad, bad, dangerous, dangerous man. But when you're making like throws off your back foot for an interception and you're just trying to do too much, he had the field wide open. He could have got the first down out of bounds. He might could have scored a touchdown, honestly, yeah. in that play. But he, I don't know, man. They kind of regressing a little bit. Russell Wilson, 22 of 37, 248 yards. Two interceptions. He also rushed for 60 yards with eight carries. So he was leading rusher. He was the leading rusher. Right. Why did the Rams win this game? They basically were able to do and profit on the turnovers from right, Russell. Right, right. With the exception of a couple fumbles. Jared Goff had a really good game. He really picked apart the secondary of the Seattle Seahawks and Tyler Higby, and they both got in on some of the action as well. And running backs really were able to do some things on this team also. They had Akers, 10 carries, 38 yards. And you also had Reynolds, who had eight receptions for 94 yards also. I mean, Mm -hmm. golf does have a little bit of help here. I honestly did not see the Rams demolishing, in my opinion, Russ like this. He didn't look like himself in this game. But also, I see your opinion on they are expecting a lot out of him. But he also does have a lot of cool players on his team. Metcalf. I mean, you have a, a lot of – he did have Chris Carson again out this week, which I was a little hurt about. I thought he would I don't be think Lockett played either. I'm not sure. So he was without some of his key players. Next week, Carson will be returning. So hopefully that, you know, gives Russ a little lead room there. What else is missing from this team right now? Why is this so hard on Russ at the moment? You know what? They made a mistake by not trying to go get Gilmore from uh, New England before the trade deadline because they need help with that secondary. I mean, those guys, (laughs) we're going to put them on the table for Thanksgiving coming up because y'all getting carved up. You understand? So tighten up. I really don't feel well, but these two teams, once again, division rivals, and they always play a tough game. But now you've given the Rams hope because they're right there. They're right there. Those three teams, when you add in uh, the Cardinals – that's going to be a tough blood sport division. And it was. DJ Metcalf and Tyler Lockett failed. They were both playing, and they both really failed to just kind of okay. get on track with the run game. One, of course, they there was when you see Russell's the leading rusher for them, obviously there was no run game for them. But also, these are players that you have to have. They, I mean, you see them either get 40 points on fantasy or zero points. <laughs> yeah. It's like you want to see some kind of consistency it's from boom these players. Bust. Exactly. Boom or bust. And this week was definitely a bust for them. And Russell, I feel bad because I know he puts his heart and soul into this whole thing. But the results have not been looking like they want him to look. But mm. maybe they can bounce back next week. Can't wait to hear your picks for that next. But also another pick. I had uh, Drew Brees and them winning this game. And they did. So the Saints... Took the win over the 49ers, 27 to 13. This is actually an interesting game. And before we get into it, I kind of want to jump into Drew Brees' injury. He will be missing some time on the field moving forward, Gant. Apparently, mm-hmm. he has a collapsed lung and right. a few fractured ribs. Right. I just really hope that they're able to get things under control for the playoffs. That's really all I'm caring about right now at this point for this team moving forward. We know that two of the broken ribs happened during the first half of the game with the win against the 49ers. Jameis Winston came in for Breeze in the second half. Oh, Jameis, baby. <laughs> he did come in. I yeah. saw you out there, boy. I don't know how I feel about that. How do we think he's going to be able to hey, hold I this thought, team up? Hey, I thought he did pretty well. That's all you got to do, man, is the game. 
That's true. So that was my question. Do we think Winston can hold this team up for brief yeah, right. turns? Yeah, right. Him, between him and uh, him and Hill, yeah, they can hold the team together. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a boomer bust for you, this team right now with this injury. You don't think this is too big? I don't, man. I really, I, man, I like them balls down in New Orleans too. Who that nation? <laughs> Mister Winston, it was good to see you. I was watching the game. I was like, oh, look, is that Jameis out there? You know, slim down, boy. You know, went down there with that good cooking. You know, slim down, and you got a Drew Brees make you step your game up, which is. Winston good. I like him. I like this. I'm getting chills. What? Let's go. Let's talk about Kamara. Seven. My dog. Receptions, 83 yards and a touchdown. This guy hey. is pretty much invincible. He's killing it every game he's been back. Don't don't jinx him, please. Jinxing him. Don't jinx him, please, because, hey, that boy got me 27 yesterday. Ooh. I needed that because I'm my team been flopping. So, <laughs> so guess what? Let's keep going, Bo. Well, they were able to win, take this win, but it also was against a bang-up San Francisco team. So let's not get too hype about this right now. But you know what is hype? What's up? These Steelers, man. They're still undefeated. I'm trying to tell y'all. The Steelers going to let y'all down. Watch what I say. I'm calling it right here. The Steelers going to let y'all down. 36-10 right. over Burrow, baby. Mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Burrow wasn't able to pull out Joey, the win. Joey, baby. 21 of 40. 213 yards and a touchdown. Mr. Ben, that man, 333 yards, four touchdown. Connor, 13 carries, excuse me, 36 yards. This was just a great game. I mean, just for Steeler fans in general, because they're just stacking up these W's. Duh. The Steelers going to let y'all down. I'm going to say that once again. Why do you think that? I just feel that way. But, you know, y'all, man, Steelers, y'all did what y'all supposed to do. Y'all went against a rookie quarterback. Y'all blitzed him from a few different angles. Dropped back on him. I mean, he still had a pretty good game. A damn good game, honestly. The Bengals were also missing a lot of bodies on offense and exactly. defense. So that was also a key exactly. point to this game also. But a win's a win. And I think, what are they now? 9-0? Oh? Wow. Still is going to let y'all down. Mark my words. But okay, keep going with them. I don't know. This is another team, just like the Dolphins. I was kind of sleeping on there first. Well, honestly, I wasn't sleeping on them because in the be- episode one, like he said, let's rewind. I called them winning their division. You need to go back and listen to that. I called them I, winning their division. So Y'all go back and listen and y'all just let saying, us know. Just saying. Just y'all saying. chime in, But please. something that I didn't call, though, I did not call the Patriots the Ravens last night. I did not think that was going to happen. That's another team. That's Ravens. Mm. I didn't think that. The Patriots won mm, mm, 23 mm. to 17 over the Ravens. Patriots improved to four and five. And the Ravens fall to six and three. Mm, Mr. Mm, Lamar mm. Jackson, 24 of 34, mm. 249 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Cam Newton, he looked like he was doing some stuff out there. 13 to 17, 118 yards, and a touchdown. You had Harris. 22 carries for 121 yards. They're finally mm-hmm. doing something on the run game here. Hey. They need I you know what happened? Belichick went in that video room, started watching some film, pulled some people in, beat some <laughs> and then they got to work. That was a sloppy game. It was bad weather. So it was that's a, I'm gonna call this weekend snoozer weekend because it was a lot of like rough old school games, which I love it. But uh, you know. Cam got the win. I feel good about that. I, I wanted to see those guys win. And the Ravens, I'm starting to have, feel kind of funny about you guys because. I've been saying it for a few weeks now. I mean, the defense, y'all start the first half of the season killing it. But now I know the injury is going to kick in a little bit. Your body's sore. But, yo, you got to do something. And you got to give that boy some help. But also, after barely beating the winless New York Jets, it's nice for them to come out and beat a team that we can see actually does have talent. Yeah, I mean, they definitely got the reigning MVP and a couple of the other guys around them. But I just, ugh, ugh, ugh. Cam really didn't play a huge role in this game, but the role he did play, just being present and diverting the ball where it needed to be. And managing the game. Was what was special about his game. This game. That's all you got to do. And it worked. Football is not hard, guys. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Well, we'll see. We do have another game coming up. The Vikings-Bears. We are recording this on Monday, so we do not know what's going on there yet. But Minnesota is minus three for this game. 
It will air at 8.15 Monday night. I don't know who I picked for this, but I think I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears. A team that's surging is the Minnesota Vikings, baby. Purple City, baby. Oh, Lordy. I'm picking the Vikings for this game because, I mean, Cook has been going nuts the last couple of weeks. Hey, I need an Adam Thielen sighting. I haven't seen you in a while. You and my fantasy, and guess what? You're not doing anything, but I need you, baby. And I really, really, <laughs> he really, really does this week. He's doing bad. Really, 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 really need you. But I got the Vikings, and I think they're going to start surging a little bit. I really do. All right, let's surge it up. Hopefully, they do come through. You know what? Gamecocks actually thought some things came through this week. I'm excited to move on to some NCAA talk. Actually, oh, really? kind of excited and kind of not excited. It's it's. It's a catch-22 here. There's a few very dun, dun, sensitive dun, dun, topics we kind of need to talk about. But let's start with one that hits home first. Happy trails. Muschamp, Coach Will Muschamp, after five seasons here at the University of South Carolina, was fired Sunday dun, as dun, the head dun, coach. Dun. And they parted ways. Happy Tanner trails. said in a statement, I appreciate all that Will Muschamp has done for our program and wish him and his family the best moving forward. I believe our program will be well served by Coach Bobo as the interim head coach as we search for a new leader for Gamecock football. Your thoughts, Gant? In the words of the great Dave Chappelle, Muschamp said, I'm rich, bitch. Pay me $15 million to get fired. God, dog, get mighty. In the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> he winning. Damn that. I'm going to go sit on the beach for a couple of weeks or months. Take my 15. <laughs> and that's the best thing because the product that I've seen in the last few weeks has been nothing less than shit. Hey, that's why I can't take a shit because y'all shitting up everything. Damn. <laughs> oh, okay, Coach Kit. My bad. The, the move to dismiss Coach <laughs> Mustamp comes after South Carolina had its third straight loss to Old Miss on Saturday, 59 to 42. It was a back and forth game the whole time, but we took a loss on that. And the Gamecocks now two and five have allowed Ugh. almost 160 points during the last three losses that we have endured. 159 to be exact people. And we've given up over 700 yards of total offense in the loss to Old Miss. I right. mean, this is just unacceptable. This is what I do have to say about this whole thing though. Coach Muschamp, I've interviewed him. I've seen him in different settings. I think he is a great guy. Oh, yeah, for I think sure. he's a great guy. He is, I just don't think sure. he's the guy for the job. So do I in, Do I like to celebrate people losing their jobs no matter if they did get paid like that? Not at all. I don't because I just think that's wrong. Not at all. Especially when you see – like we, I know we've talked about on opinions on Pickens before. There are many coaches, but having one that cares really does show. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like he is one of those people. And that is something that I will always give Coach Muschamp. But again, I do think that he just wasn't the right person for this job. Not that I think Coach Bobo is, but we'll see what our options are. And hopefully we can shop around and get some good candidates here. Uh, I don't know which way to go, but let's take our time and let's find, let's get every all the P's, Q's, and I's dotted. Let's figure out a coach that's progressive in offense, but also has a mind for the defense. And there's guys out there like that. There's somebody. I You go get Mux Champ. Okay, he had one, two good years at Florida. And the same thing happened. They couldn't score points. The team digressed. Next thing you know, you're out. You're a defensive guy. You give up 708 yards to Lame Kiffin. Like, what the hell are we doing? There are, I mean, in his second season in Florida in 2012, Coach Muschamp was named co-coach of the he year. Was, right. So he does have some highlights. I mean, a record of a combined with South Carolina and Florida, 56 and 51, to me isn't very impressive on the other hand, though. You know, as I, I'm sitting here thinking about a good coach, a great coach. Who comes to mind? Mm. How would y'all feel about Urban Meyer coming out of retirement? How y'all feel about Bill Cower? So y'all are Steelers fans. How y'all feel about him coming out of the, the woodwork? There's people out there. We got to find them. We got to find them. Y'all better interview a black coach too. Today, 
a search for a new head coach will begin immediately. So I am excited to see, hopefully excited to see who we bring in here. And as it is today, as it will be forever, let's go Cox, baby. Hell, check out Brian Leftwich down there in Tampa Bay with Tampa, Tampa Tom. Give these guys a chance. I'm telling you, we're we going to get a good coach. And guess what's going to happen? Spurs up, baby. Spurs up, spurs up. More sensitive topic we're going to move on to, NCAA. Breaking news that came out today for LSU, and it is all about mishandling sexual misconduct. Many complaints uh, against students, including top athletes. A huge article in USA Today came out where a lot is happening. Let me just put it that way. Let's try to break it down for you here at Opinions on Pickens. Gant, were you able to read some of this? You know what we're talking about here? I vaguely got, you know, a little bit of information on it. Let's go. Darius. Darius. Guys. All right, people. So for more than a year, there have been complaints about Mr. Darius Geis. He is a very, very well-known running back at the University of LSU. And it all started early in the spring of 2016. A member and athlete at LSU on the diving team told her coach and went to her athletic department and let her know about Darius's rape of her friend after she had passed out drunk at a party. Basically, nothing was really done from this. And that summer, a female student told two senior athletics administrators that Geist took a partially nude photo of her without any of her permission of her or her knowledge at all, and then continued to went on and shared this nude photo with team members, managers, and who knows who else at that point. Another allegation came in April 2017, and the athletic department received reports of a second rape allegation against the same football player, Geis, this time by a woman's tennis player. So just with this kind of information that we know, and knowing that none of it has really come to light until now, what are some of the thoughts going through your head with a program run by a guy like Coach O, who is the face, the head coach of it, and them just coming off this championship, looking like this all-star amazing team. And then you see allegations and things and people coming out saying these serious things that can really affect a team like this. And not only the team, but that person and the victims and everything all around them. Mm. Let me take a minute. This, uh, I'm about to snap, but. Coach O, I know he's been – I low-key like the LSU Tigers. And I know Coach O, he's been there a while. He's been there, for, I think, for the last 20 years. And he's a homegrown guy. I mean, he grew up right up the road from LSU. And he took over after Les Miles. And what I do know about LSU, it was really a few programs. It's, it's always been things being swept under the rug. But when it comes to – see, there's a lot of money that flows through these schools – and through different programs. And it starts <laughs> from legislation all the way to the locker room. And everybody's washing everybody's hands. And a lot of times the victim, they get swept aside. And I've seen it. I can go on those stories later. But I really think, and sometimes the coach turns the blind eye. And some things you he may not know. But when it's smoke, there's always fire. And for these allegations to be pushed away, and that was 2016. So, guys, which he was a running back, this this was his, his rookie year, he got drafted by Washington. They cut him back in September when these things came to light. Kids, I speak to kids. I try to talk to kids all the time. You, I don't know. I'm kind of at loss for words because when you get away with things. You get comfortable. You get comfortable. And I'm, I'm going to tell a story real quick. And I'll put this out there. I don't care. It's documented. I was a senior in high school. And I was being recruited 
And I actually had already signed my scholarship intent. So that whole year, man, I, I went to school. I worked for two periods. And the rest of the day, I was goofing off in the gym shooting basketball in somebody's class talking shit because I was, I was comfortable. I didn't really have much to do, worked out. So I remember Giddy having sexual contact with this girl, with this girl and one of my teammates. He caught me having contact with this girl. I bet I was like, Gene, damn, I said his name. Anyway. Not funny. So he runs back, tells coach. Coach pulls me to the side. He's like, does anybody else know about this besides us? No, sir. Well, if you told your buddy such and such, if you told him, you're screwed. I didn't process it as a 17, 18-year-old child. I got kicked out of school two weeks before I got ready to graduate. And that almost cost me a lot. But I tied that in because I got comfortable with being the senior, being the big dog, being the athlete. Man, nope. Guess what? Nobody's going to touch me. I'm Teflon out here. And that almost, almost cost me my future. And that's this going to cost that man. Because some of those things, those other allegations that's been going on, choking and strangling, dog, you are a predator. And you're an idiot. And you're a bitch. Well, apparently, he's not the only one. LSU's failure to address any of these allegations against Guys, he's not the only one. According to USA Today, LSU has not had knowledge. They're LSU's, excuse me, at least seven LSU officials had direct knowledge that another wide receiver, Drake Davis, was physically abusing his girlfriend, a different LSU women's tennis player. But they sat on this information apparently for months and months while Davis just continued to, I guess, assault her as you said, strangle her and just continue to play football like nothing was wrong. Mm. So this doesn't just, if you're someone on LSU's side trying to come at this story and say, well, it's just one person or just one time, these are facts showing you different. These mm. are, it's not just one time. It's not just one person. It's numerous people. And they found more cases as well. You can find all of this information on USA Today. I really, really recommend this article it's entitled LSU Mishandled Sexual Misconduct Complaints Against Students, Including Top Athletes. Again, it's on USA Today. But, you know, that also goes back to the whole scandal at uh, Michigan State. Yes. With the gymnasts. I mean, come on. This is crazy. And you guys not going to get away with this stuff. You casting in, in the Catholic Church touching boys and stuff. Man, y'all not going to get away with this kind of stuff, man. What are you thinking? You can't hide behind the cloth. You can't hide behind your badge forever. You can't hide behind that desk, behind the alumni. You can't hide forever. You're going to get put out, and we're going to expose your ass. It's very serious. These are obviously very serious allegations, and LSU, as of right now, continues to not really have a comment. Of course, a lot of Legalization goes into that when you have children under 18 and they're playing football. Right. One of the victims, Samanda Brendan, said LSU didn't do the right thing for her back in 2016 when she initially reported all of this, but she hoped that they would do the right thing now. Fortunately, that was not the case, and she's just trying to get her police reports and fight harder to obtain it so that she can move forward and kind of obviously – not kind of, but obviously bring attention to this kind of, I guess you could say scandal because it, these are scandals scandal. and they're happening it's in scandalous. not just one college. They're happening in numerous colleges and right. they across the country. are happening every day. And they're happening with your friends right now. More than any of us can even fathom or know right. about. And I can't say that this is surprising in a sense to me that, like we just said, there's things that go on every day that are just crazy and this doesn't surprise me at all. Things that should not be accepted are accepted. Guys, be careful, man. I know we like to have a good time, get our drink on. But, man, when a girl too lit, I don't know. I can't do it. Because guess what? She wake up. I don't. Oh, no. And now, I don't know what to tell you. Make sure it's consensual. I can say that. 
don't get drunk at all. I can say that. It's just a fine line. I mean, you got to play it. Stay on your side of the line, all right? That's a PSA from your boy, Coach Gant, on a lighter note. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you're Coach O in this situation, mm-hmm. I mean, are you somebody that obviously knew about this stuff the whole time and not just the one or two players, but the See, many Ed, players I, that are being I mean, investigated I, right now? Ah, man. I really, 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 really like Ogeron. Like I said, he's a local guy. So that could be the, I mean, there's no way he didn't know about this stuff just because he's been embedded in that community for so long. But then I, then the naive part of me wants to say, Coach O didn't know anything, but I got to use my head on this one. He had to know something. Agreed. I think he had to know something also. And then another allegation in the same thing that Samantha Brennan and I was talking about, she is a student who worked part-time at LSU's football recruiting office and met guys at a bar called Boogies, apparently. Oh, Boogies. What's going on down there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to come visit y'all. I got to. (laughs) Where students like to go to socialize, drink, hang out, you know, do whatever they like to do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Apparently, Brennan told USA Today she drank, and I quote, way too much. And at the end of the night, Dudley dropped her off at her apartment. Apparently, they live in the same apartment complex from what they're saying. Okay, okay. She says, that's all I kind of remember. The next day, Brendan went on to say she woke up basically naked alone in her bed. And later on that day, received a text from Geis saying, yo, what's up? I think I left my wallet at your house, basically. I'm not quoting, but that's what I, yo, what's up? My wallet at your house. Apparently, it was at her house. Hmm. And um, Brennan then again went on to tell USA Today she doesn't remember guys coming to her apartment or giving him permission to be there. Mm. But later on, it came out that a coworker said that photos were circulating Come on, son. around that Dudley had apparently taken of her while she was naked. Come on. And the whole team, managers, et cetera, et cetera, who Idiot. knows who, saw it. And Samantha says these photos were taken without her permission and she didn't know that they were being taken when they were taken. And mm. just hearing things like this is just in my mind, I'm thinking, you're an LSU star. You guys just want not then, but last year, just won a championship. You guys, even before that, you're a great team, a lot of great talent, a ton of girls like you. And if they don't like you, you know that they want you. I don't think it's a hard thing to, to get a girl as a, as a football player. Maybe I'm wrong. But why do things like these? And again, they're just allegations at this mm. point. They are allegations, so I'm not – we can't totally just blame. But – if any shed of light is true to any of these, and with there as many as there are, there has to be some speckle of truth to something, it's wrong. Mm. I'm going to put it like this. I have been around the block about two or three times, four times on Sunday. <laughs> it's one of those, it's like, again, like I said, it's a fine line, man. Like, some of these guys come from places, and then they're not used to interacting in a certain type of way. And you put these guys in front of cameras on the football field and don't give them the right tools to carry themselves. I see it every day. Cats acting an idiot because they weren't given the tools to carry themselves. You get around pretty girls. They throwing themselves at you. Some girls looking for that check. I'm telling you now. So if you ain't got, you ain't right in the head and you an idiot, guess where you going to be down? At the detention center, looking at a bunch of dudes. Can't get no poo in there. They can get yours. <laughs> telling you. So the best thing, ah, this this is a really messy story. It's but really you, messy. It's weird because a part of me as the journalist part is somewhat, I hate to use the word excited, but to see how this develops because this is going to be ongoing for a while. But the thing is, what makes it sketchy, and I used to, I used to do background checks. So I've been in the courthouses all up and down the East Coast. And if you ask for information that hasn't been not prosecuted, but hadn't come before a judge, those are public records. And when you try to get bits and pieces of records or you don't get records at all to the point where you're being sued. (laughs) So you're trying to cover, trying to cover something up, trying to find a way around it. But you know what? It doesn't look like they're going to be able to get out of this one because it seems to be pretty deep and it seems to have a lot of people involved that are in the spotlight. 
But I hate to say the fall is going to be Davis and Geis. And they make, I mean, LSU, they make get a slap on, a slap on the wrist. But those two guys, a lot of heat going to come down on them. And they're going to be the fall guys. Coach O, he may get some type of reprimand. I don't know. But just knowing the due process, people will be paid off. And this will go away. But I'll remember. And we'll all remember here at Opinions on Pickens. <clears throat> we will. Because you know what? It's documented. It's documented here. Yep, yep. You know what? It's also documented. It's time for my favorite part of the show, Pickens Picks, baby. And I'm excited to kick out Coach Gant. <sighs> welcome oh, in. I got to use the restroom Let's anyway. go ahead and welcome in. I'll be back. Let's welcome him in, guys. Round of applause. <laughs> Mr. Rudy. He's back in the building. What's up, Mr. Rudy? <laughs> What's going on, baby? How you doing, baby? I'm good. Good to see you back in the building. It's good to be here. I just got back off vacation, boy. It's got a little cold outside. It is getting a little cold. It's nice to see that November weather coming. It's not me. Weather weather. You know, something nice. Oh. I'm excited. Christmas is coming. Don't you love Christmas, Mr. Rudy? Hey, well, Mr. Rudy love the Christmas story. I love my eggnog with the Hennessy. It's going to be a good Christmas. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a Christmas. A good Christmas. New Christmas. A good Christmas. It's a good week 11 for NFL football because we got Pickens Picks, baby, and I'm glad you're back with us. Hey, I, I, I love coming to here. You always had the Tito's laid out. You got some pieces for your boy. You got, you know, you know I, I love it. I treat everybody well here. At I appreciate it. Pickens. I love a good meal. You know me. You know, it's coming Thanksgiving time, so yeah, I'm going to eat real some, um, good. Fried chicken crumbs in my kitchen when you were eating the brushes earlier. Hey, anytime I get back in town, the first thing, the first place I go to is rushes because they don't have that everywhere. <laughs> They don't have it. They definitely have it here in South Carolina. I love it. Shout but we out to want to hear some of your picks for week 11. You, what we got? You interested in that? Let's do it. What we got? Let's do it. Thursday night football, baby. Cardinals. Oh, oh. They're visiting the Seahawks. They're both 6-3 oh. right now. I'm going to let Mr. Rudy go first on this one, y'all. So I was at the gambling spot down there. I was in Florida. I put my money on Dangerous Even this though he's been on some, some losses? I don't know. I I might go with that boy, Kyler Murray. And the boys down at AZ, baby, is feeling they feel they feeling real good. They they get real hot down there, especially after that huge catch, that hail mary from Kyler Murray to Hopkins to seal and win the see, game over see? the Bills this past week. Huge win y'all. for them. I'm gonna have to agree with uh Mr. Rudy here and go, Mr. Kyler Murray. The Cardinals okay, okay, high five, baby. Six and three, and Dave taking another rush. We're okay. pounding it out over here, guys. Sunday football. That exciting stuff, but not so exciting. The Eagles coming off the loss from the Giants. Hey, I'm happy about that. Hey, shout out, to, shout out to that young boy. That boy, hey. I like your Giants, Mr. Gant. Can you hear me? Oh, no, he taking care of the business in the bathroom. But, uh, hey, Giants, 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 Giants. The Eagles are visiting the Browns. They're coming off a loss from the Giants. Mm. And the Browns are coming off of a win, off of a eh, game against the Houston Texans. Mm. Who you got on this game? You know what? I'll go well, first. I'm okay. going to go ahead. I'm just going to call. I'm calling the Browns. You call the Browns? Yep. Hey, we got the pounded out for the dog pound. I got the Browns. What's up, baby? We are, My Cleveland players. <laughs> what about the Saints? You got some plays down there, too? Hey, you know I got my New Orleans plays. You know I got the Falcons this okay. weekend. The Falcons are going to see the Saints. Mm-hmm. Falcons are three and six. Saints are coming off of a win. They're seven and two right now. But they are going to be missing Mr. Drew Brees. So you think Jameis can hold it up for this win over the, uh, to get a win over the Falcons this week? So, uh, you know, you know, I used to date his grandmama. So guess what? I want to see that young boy ball out. So you know what? I'm gonna go with them boys in New Orleans, the Saints at the Superdome, baby. We gonna party the first line, baby. Yep. I gotta pick the Saints with you. Oh damn, we three for three I today. Pick the Saints with you. I'm going Saints on that, baby. You might be sweet on Mr. Rudy. Speaking, baby. Oh. Rudy, let's get back to business. Oh, okay, okay. All right, my bad, y'all. Let's Speaking go. of baby, Joe Burrow. That boy, Cole. He's going to visit the Washington football team. Ooh. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are currently 2-6-1. and one. The mm. Washington football team is 2-7. and seven. This is going to kind of be one of those games we call a sleeper here at Opinions on Pickens, mm. but I'm going to go Burrow, baby. Damn, we 4-4-4. Four for four? Man, shout out to my boy Causey. I know you. I know you love that Washington team, but I got to go with them boys from Cincinnati, them Bengals, baby. Joe Burrow, thorough, baby, baby. And that boy Higgins, the boy Higgins, balling. 
I like that boy Higgins. Another ballin', but not so ballin'. The Panthers. They'll be hosting again. Lions are going to visit them this upcoming Sunday. Lions are currently four and five. Panthers are coming off a loss to Tom Brady and the Bucks. They fall to three and seven. We don't know. Maybe Christian might be returning this game, though, so that might be some help for him. Hmm. But this is another sleeper game for me. Hmm. So I'll let you go first. Well, you know, I, I can't let my Detroit players now. But on this call, I think the Panthers going to come ready to play. I don't know if Bridgewater going to play, though. I heard he got hurt yesterday. A little hurt. That's why I'm going with the Lions. Here we you go. want the Lions? Three on this one. I'm picking the Lions. Dang they have uh, that nice little field goal over the Washington team. So I think they, they might be able to pull mm, through over this roughed up Panthers team as well. Mm, I wouldn't gamble but, on this game, but I might. Uh, I definitely. I'll stay away from the gamble in that game. I definitely wouldn't gamble on this game. You know another game I wouldn't gamble on? What game Am is I that? Am I reading this correctly? Wow. What you got going on? Am I reading this correctly? The Steelers are playing the Jaguars again? Come on, this is so flop. <laughs> and them boys got the easiest schedule. This is schedule. so flop. It's like watching Clemson play right now. No, I'm right. <laughs> right. Oh, Steelers no. 9-0 that are coming off of a win from the Jaguars are going to play the Jaguars, who are 1-8. <laughs> who do you got on this one? Come on, you know, the, you I know this drinking over there. Let's do some more talking. You, know you know, this Tito's is nice and stiff, just like this game going to be. Big Ben going to come out there looking stiff as ever. <laughs> Tomlin gonna look stiff as ever. Juju stiff as ever. I don't even know. Is Gardner Minshew? That's that boy's name. Minshew, Mitchell, Minshew. Are you picking the Steelers or the Jaguars? Man, I got the Steelers. This is stupid. You ain't gonna go to that game. <laughs> I got the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Steelers. <laughs> Coach Gant, can you calm down in there, please? Wow, he's making too many noises. Wow. It must be the burrito they ate for lunch. <laughs> Oh, ooh, another good game. Ooh, actually a good game. Maybe I should say it that way. Titans are visiting the Ravens, and both are coming off of a tough loss. Titans are six and three, and the Ravens and Mr. Lamar Jackson, six and three also. And actually, the Ravens are favored minus six five right now. These are gonna be two teams in desperation, like two A when they cutting lights on. And you desperate trying to find your little something to take home. Damn. I got to go with Titans. I just don't believe in them boys from Baltimore. I just don't believe in them. Well, I got to go with you. I'm picking the Titans, Oh, too. we back on track? I think Mr. Tannehill's looking good. I think Henry's going to finally have a mm. – my bold prediction is he'll have a bust-out game for this game and that the Titans defense will limit Lamar in this game really, really mm. hard. It's going to be a close game. I see it's going to be about five or six, three points, something like that. Another – game this has another good potential Ooh, patriots visiting the texans patriots coming off of the a win they're four and five mm. and the titans mm. coming off the loss to the browns are seven and two mm. i'm gonna go patriots cam is starting to warm up here for me you know Bel- belichick and him been sleeping together having to get some good chemistry lately i like seeing that mm. i'm gonna go cam i'm gonna go the patriots you know what this might be an upset nah i ain't an upset i got the patriots too <laughs> We both got the Patriots. Are you, are you copying my picks over here? Rudy might be getting a little tipsy. You know, Rudy, Rudy ain't drank since election day. <laughs> Mr. Rudy, I'm going to need you to calm down over there, please. Okay. But you know who I need to put their foot on the gas pedal? Who's that? Mr. Tua, continue to 4 no, sir. Dolphins are visiting the Broncos. Dolphins Ooh. are 6-3, and three, coming off their third straight win, having Tua in as that number one QB. I got the Dolphins, baby. See, I ain't, I told you I was in Florida, but I didn't tell you where I was at. Where so I, at? I was at Miami. I was in Miami. I was at Mr. the Rudy was in Miami. I was in Miami. <laughs> I was out at the Fountain Blue. But I was in Biscayne. In? I was in. I was chilling. I was down in Biscayne Avenue. Um, you know what? I was at the practice facilities too. So you know what I'm going with? I'm going with tour, 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 tour. Dolphins, 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 baby. Fins up, fins big up. Big game, big game. They're gonna win by ten. Another sleeper, Jets traveling to the Chargers. Jets are the still the winless Jets, 0-9, and the Chargers are the almost winningest team. Maybe they can pull out a win on this one, though. I'm going to go Chargers. This is a no-brainer. Chargers, they're going to be up by 29. <laughs> 
And they're going to lose 30 to 29. (laughs) (laughs) Are you picking the Jets here? I'm picking the Jets to get their first win. Oh, wow, Mr. Rudy. That's a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm going Chargers all the way. Definitely not picking the Jets. And both coaches are going to get fired. Both is going to get fired. That's a bold prediction. Hopefully, what are they going to do? Pull the mush down? They're going to, oh, hold on. What? <laughs> mush down got fired. Oh, Mr. Rudy, you're not, you haven't been in on the info. He got fired. I told you I just got the plane. What? Fire. He's out. <laughs> How you feel about that, Mr. Rudy? Most of was giving me free tickets. I hate this man. <laughs> Mr. Rudy, you said about the free tickets, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and the happy hour with the wives? Huh? Damn. <laughs> the Packers Damn. are visiting the Colts this week. This will be a really, I think this will be one of my spotlight games for the week. Packers are 7-2, and two, visiting the Colts 6-3. and mm. three. Aaron Rodgers versus... Philip Rivers. Who you got on this, Mr. Rudy? So you got the Packers? I didn't pick anyone yet. I said the Packers are visiting. Them. Oh, I thought you was making the prediction I with said, them cheesy. I said the Packers were visiting the Colts. But the Colts oh. did take a big win against the Tal- Titans this week for me. You know where I'm rolling with? I'm up there in Coatland, baby. I'm in the home of Michael Jackson, Indiana, baby. I'm up there. I got the Colts. Let's go. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Come oh. on, let's come through. Let's get that eight and two. Let's improve. Let's do this. Let's do this, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I got the Packers. Mm. Cowboys. Ha, ha, ha. We'll make a bet on that game. Cowboys visiting the Vikings. I mean, I'm interested to see how the Vikings do tonight, honestly. So this is going to be a tough one for me. But either way, I want to see the Cowboys lose. So I'm going to go Vikings. Damn. You lost with him, Mr. Rooney. I'm, you know, I'm staying Purple City, Minnesota, baby. Home of Prince. Um... I got the Vikings winning big. She wore a raspberry. Girl, come on now. Come on. You're going to stop me sliding here now. <laughs> He's Told got this drink now. in his hand. And I'm not a singer, so don't judge me, guys. Hey, come on now. Oh, Talk to him now. Chiefs. 8-1 Chiefs. They're visiting the Raiders Ooh. who are 6-3. This is going to be a good game. I hope it's a good Ooh. game. I pray it's a good game. Mm. What you got mm. going on over here? What are you thinking? How you feeling? Mm. Mm. Damn. Miss Rudy, never solid. I got the Chiefs. Ooh, this is a tough one. You know what? I'm going to call this an upset. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Ooh. I'm going with the Raiders. You sure? They're at home. You know, I you know I like that new stadium. You know how I feel about Las Vegas. I know you love Las Vegas. You know I'd be... You talking about you be out. I'd be in Las Vegas. Oh, oh. You know I like Las Vegas. You be in and out Burger? I sometimes, occasionally, will drop into In-N-Out Burger. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm washing my figure, though, Mr. Oh, Burger. yeah. What you get? That number two? No, I get the lettuce. I get Instead of the bread, I get the lettuce. Oh, boozy are you? Okay. Can I get on. the cheese fries? I like the cheese fries. Do so. I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> nice little shake. You know, I'm a simple girl. I like simple things. Hey, all right. Rudy got a chance, y'all. <laughs> Rudy, you do not have a chance. Let's go to Monday Night Football. Okay. Rams visiting Mr. Tom Brady mm, mm, at mm, home, mm. which the Rams are coming off a big win off of Mr. Russ and the Seahawks. Bucks coming off a win against the Panthers. Who you got on this game? I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> and you know what? I'm bouncing out there with them boys, them Rams, baby. The Rams, 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 Rams. That boy Golf, baller. I think that boy Johnson, Jackson, Jackson, that's his name. His name Jackson? I don't know. Anyway, I got the Rams. We all know who I have. I think Tom Brady is going to do a shining performance with all of his jewels, as Gant liked to put it, and gyms around him. See, They all did a great job this week, and I expect to see them improve to eight see, and three. See, hold on. What's going to happen is Tom's going to come in out the practice and see me on the couch with Giselle, and then you're going to be all messed up in the head, and he's going to go out there and throw five picks. Mr. Rudy, I think you have too many fantasies in that wild head of yours. We're here to talk football, sir. Okay. We, You know what, though? I am happy you stopped by, Mr. Rudy. Who's that? Oh, is that Gant coming out of the bathroom right now? Damn, boy, you stinking, boy. <laughs> is that that spray? I'm going next. All right. I'll let y'all. I'm going to go beat some ass downstairs and the boys will come down. Peace. So glad to have you with us, Mr. Rudy. Welcome back, Gant. Thanks for making some more time for us here. We pre- always appreciate when you come back, you know. That's nice. That yeah, boy Rudy crazy, ain't he? He fresh off the plane. Had a little bit of Mexican food. 
We did. We ate. And tore my stomach up. I don't suggest cow tongue raw. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, Mr. Rudy's not influencing you in a good way. I don't see it. Hey, he brought it back from Miami. He, he put it on the plane. You know how you like to, you know. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna deepen, I ain't gonna dig in the bag. I but like some, Benny Hanna. Okay, okay, that's why I was. I like you know, Benny Hanna. So when right. I travel, I bring it back with me. Right, I do. right. So he, you know, y'all might be, you know, I don't. He did the same thing. Our OOP followers, <laughs> you know what? They don't mind. <laughs> they, they rock with me no matter what. Yeah, they rock with you. But thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you guys continue to subscribe to our YouTube page. You know, we have are available on Apple, Spotify, Buzzsprout. This week, episode nine. So glad Coach Gant could be here with us. Talk to Thank him. you, Coach Gant. You know what? Drop your info for the people again who don't know. Man, if you don't know, is DJ A R S O N twenty three. That's the Insta. That's the Instas. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna update all my stuff because y'all need to be y'all need to be plugged in with Coach Gant and Mr. Rudy. He's very lame on Instagram, guys. Y'all uh, are gonna have you to know, pick him up. Give him some followers. I, I, you know, I might Pick need somebody. Bit, I, might, I might need somebody to uh, look for Coach Gant, man. What about Mr. Oh, we we left. For, you got Rudy stuff. Oh, Rudy, that boy bad, bro. Hey, Mr. Underscore Rudy thirty four. That I mean that's who y'all need to follow. Not me. I'm he, lame as hell. He be posting really crazy stuff, y'all. I'm gonna let you know. It's it's, it's gonna be right popping. I need somebody <laughs> to really control his uh his social media. But you know what? I'm really excited to announce to all of our opinions on Pickens followers that we're gonna have a very special guest and a Steelers legend joining us next week. Okay. Mr. Ryan Clark, we're excited to have RC, him on. Baby. RC is going to be on, and we are excited to have you guys here along the way with us. Make sure you drop some comments, questions, whatever you want to hear me and RC talk about, because we will be including y'all's feedback in our episodes, as we always try to do. Word. Again, thank you for listening. Make sure you continue to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube page. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. And until next week, keep winning, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.